Alternative Radio. This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. This is Witness More with Matthew and Jonathan. Get ready to go on a journey to the unexplained. Sit back, relax, and prepare to witness more. So if you remember last week, we're going to settle an argument over the pronunciation of the Dyatlov Pass incident, uh, which occurred in 1959 in Russia. Uh, I submit that it is pronounced Dyatlov. Jonathan thinks it's pronounced Dilatov or Dimatap. I was spelling it wrong. <laughs> you, were so, you were spelling it wrong. If you read what I had written down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have said Dilatov as well. Did you, did you spell it D Y A L T? No. D Y L A T. I know that now. Okay. All right. So this has been Witness More. So no, but the it's it's a it's an interesting story. It's a story. I you know when I first heard about it, I didn't realize that it happened so long ago. Um, you know, just to I guess if we want to set the stage or you know create the scene in our listeners' minds, uh, you know, we got to go back to to January of 1959 uh, when a group of college students trying to get a certification for hiking decided to take a 190 or so mile hike from where they come from. It was all in Russia. That's all I know. Okay. So from one spot in Russia to another spot in Russia, the spot they're going to is translated to dead mountain. Um, I believe the, I don't know how to pronounce it in Russian, but something happened along the way, right? It was, Something happened on the way, and none of them made it. They all passed away. They all passed away. So here's here's what makes it interesting, right? So if you if you think about okay, nine hikers go off into the woods. You know they hike from um, you know they hike from one spot to another. Their destination is the top of a mountain, and then they're going to come back, but they all die. You know, everyone's going to say, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got cold. They got hypothermia. They all passed away in their sleep. Um, that's not the case. I think the the causes of death are interesting. I think the manner in which they died were interesting. And I think there's a lot of unexplained facts of the case, you know, that we're going to, that we're going to talk about today. Um, so, you know, well, what do you what do you mean by that? Well, I'm glad you asked, right? So the leader of the group, Dyatlov, Igor Dyatlov was the leader of the group, hence the name Dyatlov passed. You know, he passed away of hypothermia. Um, someone else passed, most of them did pass away from hypothermia. But if you look at 
this is going to be so much fun to try and pronounce these Russian names. <laughs> Their names don't matter. Lydumilia, uh, you know, female, internal bleeding from severe chest trauma. One eye and her tongue was missing. And also her tongue wasn't bit off. It was ripped out like from the back. Right. That's not someone who died by being too cold. Um, Actually, Nikolai, fatal skull injury. So he died from blunt force trauma to the head. Yeah. Okay. Um, Simon Zolotarov, severe chest trauma, eyes were missing. Right. Okay. Um, and then there's another guy that died in 19, or I'm sorry, 2013, but he left the expedition early because he had asthma or something. Some badge. Yeah. <laughs> he got scared. Yeah. So, but most of them did die from hypothermia. But why would. So, what, what happened? What went wrong? Well, when rescuers found them, there was a military boot print. Really? At the scene. I think. I mean, you, you'll see the theories out there, but I think. First of all, how they died, I don't know. But I think I maybe they how they died. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. What would remove a tongue from one person, but not all of them? Eyes from another. Also, one of their cameras was missing. Mm-hmm. And I think that there was radioactivity on their clothing. Did you see yeah, anything like that? There were uh, clothing and... In one of the autopsies, somebody had radioactive burns. So maybe they stumbled onto a military experiment or saw something. Maybe they were too close to the general area of a military experiment. Why would the military take out your eyes? Okay, so, all right, well, let's let's do this then. Let's let's take a look at some possible explanations and rule them out and see what we're left with at the very end. All right, so we've ruled out, we've ruled out the fact that they got cold and died hypothermia. Okay. Well, yeah, they could have ultimately died from hypothermia, but they weren't all. So when they were found, they weren't all in one tent. They weren't all at one camp. They weren't even in the same vicinity. One of them was found like 2000 feet away. Right. So something happened. So I think it's indisputable that something happened that caused them to just freak out and leave. Right. Yes. Because they were camped for the night. They were camped for the night. The next day, they're supposed to go to the, the, the top of the mountain. They're supposed to be done. And then come back. Okay. Right? So, because they they never made it. They never made it to the, they never made it to Dead Mountain. What's called Dead Mountain. I'm not going to try the Russian pronunciation. They never, the, the next day, I think they're supposed to go to Dead Mountain and then start and start their way back. So, something happened, right? So, it's indisputable that they didn't all, they, they died scattered off the whole place, right? Did you read about their tents? Yeah. Yeah. Ripped from the inside. Inside out. So something freaked them out to make them take off and leave, right? Not out of the door of their tent. Out of the side of the tent. Yes. Out of the side of the tent. So, Which leads me to believe that something intellectual enough, mm-hmm. like a person, came and opened the door of the tent. Okay. That's a possibility. I or a uh, yeah. It could be. Well, do you want to talk about Yeti? 
I don't think it was a Letty. A Letty? Letty? What is the I don't think name? it was uh, a gal. Some, well, some sorority girl rolled up. What's a Molly? No. They scraped their way out of the map. Okay, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And that kind of explains why they would have random body parts missing. Also, two dudes were found naked in a tree with heavy defensive wounds on their hands. Okay, so it could have been could have been a Yeti. The other four people, no, not the other four, because I think there were nine total. Yes. Four of them were found four months later because their bodies were buried under four feet of snow. Right. And they had to wait for it to melt. Okay. So Avalanche? I think there would be more evidence to support that. That um, does explain blunt force trauma, though. Right. Okay, so avalanche. Let's rule avalanche out. Okay. Let's Done. keep. Let's I just keep, did it. Let's keep Yeti on the side. Let's rule avalanche out. When they were found, there's no evidence of an avalanche. Right. Okay. I didn't, there's been, didn't read anything about that. No, there's been many expeditions going along the same path to try and figure out what happened out of, I'm going to say 100 because I don't know the exact number, out of 100 zero have reported avalanche activity in that area. There's never been an avalanche there. There's no reason why there would be an avalanche now. So rule out avalanche because it just doesn't happen where that is. That's like saying they drowned in the ocean. It just doesn't exist. So, so it's not an avalanche. I like Yeti. Now you said earlier that there's a military boot print that was left there. Yeah. Was it a searcher? No, was it someone from the the first rescuers that found them found that blueprint? Found the, okay, so it was there before. Yeah. Okay. So you think the military killed them? No. If they stumbled upon that afterwards, you think that they would bring it to someone's attention? If someone in the military was just walking around and saw a bunch of dead people. That were naked, right? You think they would have said like, "Oh, something happened here. We need to involve ourselves or help out." Okay. If if they were, if they're just on patrol or something, yeah. What if, what if they were in the wrong place at the wrong time, and the military was testing some sort of weapon? Yeah, I thought about that, but why would the military test a weapon on a hiking trail? I mean, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. But it's the, it's the middle of winter. Yeah, but still people in the Ukraine. Maybe. I don't know. They weren't supposed to be there. Maybe. All right. Okay. So let's come back to military. Let's just rule out the obvious and see what we're left with. Okay. So right now we've got Yeti as a possibility. Right now we have the military as a possibility. We ruled out Avalanche. You have ruled out Infrasound. What do you mean? Infrasound. So infrasound is so there was high winds that night, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the theories is that you know, hey, the wind blew one of the members away, and everyone raced to go help the guy. That's usually ruled out because all the tents were intact. Although one of them was set up incorrectly, which experienced hikers would know how to set up a tent. Yeah. So <clears throat> So infrasound is something that happens. So the way that they were the way that they were positioned on the mountain, 
the wind would blow over them, right? So there's mm-hmm. there's some some natural hill or something. I think it was a snowbank. Right. That would yes, that would protect them, and the wind would blow over them. When the wind blows over them, that creates a subsonic noise that can mess with your head called infrasound. So what people are saying is, hey, so infrasound. They kind of started getting a little bit crazy. They, they didn't know what was going on. They started to panic. And when they ran down the hill, they kind of got their wits about them. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this was the middle of the night. That's why they're all naked. I mean, I think we probably forgot to mention that none of them were dressed to go outside. Some of them were wearing their other people's clothes. Right. So they thought, now we're cold. We're back. We have our wits about us. Let's go back to the campsite and figure out and get clothes and figure out what's going on, and they just kind of were in this 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 circle of the infrastructure. I, I don't buy it, and the reason why I don't buy it is because if that were the case, they would have stayed together as a group. You know what I mean? Not if this supposed sound essentially causes mania. That's what it does. If there's nine manic people, what would? Why would they want to stick together? When what? you're manic, you don't. Think like, oh, I'm manic right now. I need to stick with my group. No, but once you get out of the area where the infrasound is, you got to think about it like a um, like a Doppler effect almost, where you're it's it's only in this one area because of the way the wind is blowing over the snowbank. So once you get out of the area, you get your wits about you, right? Uh-huh. So why would it, so why would they have all hey? Oh, it must have been infrasound, guys. Let's get back to the campsite. Why wouldn't they all regather together once they were "quote unquote" sane? Nine people run in nine different directions. One of those guys okay. was found two thousand feet away. Right. The, what was it? Three hundred, four eighty, and six hundred thirty meters. Right. Which three hundred is? That's like a thousand feet, right? Three hundred meters, nine hundred feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they were scared. That's why I don't. That's why I'm not buying the infrasound thing. I think once they once they got out well, of that. Well, also, how oh, large is that bubble? Could be a quarter mile. Right. Okay. So quarter miles. Fifteen. That would. Yeah, that could, that would explain it. Okay. So you like infrasound? I didn't read about that. Considering the injuries, well, so that's the other thing. Yeah. If, did they all do that to themselves? To each other. I can't. I keep getting hung up on the missing tongue. And someone and a camera was missing. Something took that stuff. Right. And the four dudes who were found under four feet of snow. Right. There's just there's one of them with a head injury. One forced trauma to the head. I read it was like being in a car accident. That they're that it was so bad, there's no way it could be done without an instrument. Which is why I like the military for this. Why would the military take eyes? They would take a camera. They would take a camera. Mm-hmm. So if they were, if the military is testing something, they're not like the gangsters. No. But if the military is testing something that they're not supposed to be testing or testing the spot, they're not supposed to be testing it in. And these nine people witnessed it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So if the military is testing something that they shouldn't shouldn't be testing or testing a spot that they shouldn't be, and these nine people witnessed it, 
What's the military going to do? They're not going to cut their eyes out. No, but what if they try to frame that local tribes? Because remember, the Mansi were the oh. ones that got framed originally. Uh-huh. Like, okay, what is something that, you know, if you think 1959, if you're, if you're in the Soviet army, you're like, okay, let's frame somebody. Well, let's frame this, this, this tribes that of, you know, I mean, I guess it would, I want to say they're, they're not human, but I mean, they say, okay, what's something a, a, a tribe would do? Oh, probably poke guys. Out. Okay, great. Let's make it look like the tribe just went in and found these guys and murdered them for the fun of it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so the military framed the Mansi for because because originally when they were first found, everyone's like, "Well, the Mansi did this. They had to have done it. They're the only people around. You know, this isn't this is an accident or it's a murder." Because what the Mansi don't have are is radioactive material, uh-huh. and there's radioactive material on clothes, and there's radio and, and some of them had radioactive burns as well. So if you're the hikers, put it, put yourself in the mindset of the hikers. You're the hikers. You're can't you're peacefully camping one night, and all of a sudden the military starts testing stuff. Yeah, you're probably gonna say, "I get the hell out of here and claw you out of your tent in your pajamas and socks." I mean, most of them they have hiking boots on. We gotta get the hell out of here, and then all of a sudden you're you're surrounded with all these military guys. They're like, what are you people doing here? We're just hiking. Well, you just saw something you weren't supposed to see. We can't have a witness to this. And they, you know, left him for dead, choked him. You know, one guy was trying to escape, but of a gun to the head, knocked him out. All right, now we have dead folks. What do we do? Okay. Let's frame the Mansi. Let's pop some eyes out, rip a tongue out. The woman whose uh, tongue was ripped out, mm-hmm. she was found with a whole bunch of blood in her stomach. So they did that when she was alive. So oh, that sucks. Yeah. I, I don't know. Am sold on that over Yeti. Well, yeah. One thing that I saw uh, found at the scene was one of them wrote on something, something along the lines of, well, now we uh, know the snowman exists. But I later learned that that was typed into a newspaper afterwards mm-hmm. and people just took it and, oh. and went with it. And they could have, you know, they could have doctored some stuff up and left them behind the scene as well to try and make it seem like the military wasn't there. Yeah, maybe, you know, because I don't know how the military in the Ukraine worked in 1959, but I'm guessing they had some power over the uh, media oh, and the rescuers. And I'm pretty sure the military still has power over the media. Yeah. Carlisle Group. It could have been the Carlisle Group. Um, That's what I'm leaning towards. You have another theory? The Carlisle Group? No. <laughs> 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 behind Did they kill JFK? Maybe. Um, That's what I'm supporting so far. Do you have another? I like, I mean, I like the military. I, I think they did it. You know, that's, that's, that's what I think. Um, I don't think it was an avalanche. I don't think it was infrasound. The other one is the other, the other theory that was out there that I think is, is kind of like infrasound is catabatic wind. Right. So a couple of years ago, there was a expedition to the site 
and there was a wind that popped up. Catabatic winds are, are they're very violent. Um, and it's taken out hiking expeditions before too. So in 1978 in Sweden, there are eight hikers that were killed after a wind took their campsite away as well. So again, does this wind also wipe out tongues and eyeballs? It doesn't, but it would have taken out the tents too. That's what, that's what I always come back to is why would, you know, if there's a huge wind or huge natural event, how is, how are the tents intact and how was, how was a lamp still lit too? You know, I don't think a lamp was still lit. I think so. What kind of lamp? Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, what did they have in 1959? Oil? Oil, yeah. But I don't think they were found for three days. Well, there's enough. I think I thought there was a torch that was left. I thought there was a torch or a lamp that was still left on that they found still lit when they, when they rolled up on the scene. That would be a good Zippo commercial. Yeah. So I think I've said it nine times already mm -hmm. missing eyes and missing tongues. Something did that to him. It wasn't yes. a natural event. No. I, I really think it was, I really do think it was a military that they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time and they couldn't have, they couldn't have any, they couldn't have any witnesses. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what I, that's kind of what I'm always coming back to on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, how would the military get people four feet, four people, four feet under snow? And why? Yeah, but they were found after the snow started melting, too. So they could have been. I mean, it could have been one foot under snow. And then just over time. Four people were four feet. Right. If over time, it would have been consistent for all of the people in the area, except for the two that were found in trees. Sends in the wind patterns. Because they weren't all in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I think one of them was in a ravine. I think that was one of the guys that was under four feet of snow because he went into a ravine. Yeah. There's a guy in a tree. No, some, something put them there. I don't... Well, I don't think being in the tree, they could have climbed up they there, climbed up there to get away from the military, right? Or the Yeti, yeah. Depending on what you think. No, I don't. I don't think Yeti. I think that if a Yeti did it, I think they would have all had similar injuries. Yeah, you know, a Yeti doesn't spare, and a Yeti doesn't take cameras. It could, but it probably didn't. I don't think the Yetis had black rooms until the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones with the red lights, they can, yeah, so they can. They use Polaroids. Mm -hmm. Well, then yeah. they want to care about the camera. They would only take the pictures. They would only. Yeah. We're slide. spending too much time. They have little slides. They have little slideshows. <laughs> oh, here's the Dyatlov. Remember, remember when you took those guys out? No, the um, no, I like the military for it. I feel that that's. I, I think that's the most plausible explanation. So. On the military, mm -hmm. last year, Russia opened this case again. Yeah. If it was the military, 
you would think that they would have the power over the news or who, whatever authority and say, we don't need to open this up. Well, people have been asking about it. So if it was the military, I mean, it, it, keep in mind, 59, 67, 89, they had 40 years to wipe it clean, too. Well, you know what I mean? There's they enough wiped it the clean in those say, first three days. Right. But, I mean, if there was a record or if there was notes, if there's anything pointing to the military, you have 40 years to whitewash it, too. Right. Yeah, we have no. Yeah, we have recovered all our bases. Yeah, we have. Okay, no problem. We open the case. Let's take a look. What happened? I mean, you're not going to find anything. They've had enough time to to clean it up. I think they cleaned it up pretty well yeah. in the beginning. I would 100 percent agree. All right. So I feel like I said. I feel. I mean, I feel bad for. Well, I don't know how much families are left. You know, it's it's a, it's a sad story. You know, nine college students going to hike, run into a military test that they're not supposed to see and wind up getting murdered by the Soviet government, in essence. Sad. Yeah. I mean, they were all, what, 19, 20, 21 years old? Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Do you have anything to add to it? Anything to discuss about it? I don't think so. I mean, we can... Talk about their injuries. The whole thing's weird, but I think I'm sold on your military idea. I liked, I liked the wind sound that causes mania. Yeah, I liked that. But so there's a, a television show I watched that. That's what they concluded was the infrasound. That doesn't explain like the it. tongues and eyes. I don't like it. They pointed at animals that have gone through. And- no, fed off that, bodies, which I don't buy either because there's no you're other feed off the meat. If you're an animal, you're feeding off the muscles, you're not feeding off the eyes and the tongue. And there would be evidence of that. Yeah. And you wouldn't have radioactive burns. <laughs> right. This is a radioactive yeti. Yeah. Oh, nuclear yeti. I never thought about that. Yeah, it could be. It's not, but it could oh, be. Man. I want it to be a nuclear a nuclear yeti. No, it's yeah, it's. <clears throat> no, I, I, I got out there regarding the instant. What? All right, you like yeah. it? Yeah. Good Anything stuff. to add? Really don't. Okay, yeah. No, let's wrap this up. Um, what do you want to talk about next week? What do you want to talk about? Our uh, uh, FRPs, frequent. FRBs, frequent radio bursts. That uh, I think last week I mentioned that guy I knew who uh, he's one of those boy geniuses that has a PhD degree at the age of twenty-two, something like that. But either in high school, I think it was a project in his bachelor's out of a dresser, he built something to intercept frbs yeah well not really i think that'd be really cool just listen well he put it wasn't out of wood that's just where he put all the machines and stuff okay so he hid it in a dresser it was like radio radio equipment to uh frbs are interesting okay let's um 
Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's look right. it up. Great, learn about. It. All right. So now we know the. Now we know the. We solved the Dyatlov Pass mystery. We did. Wow. Why didn't Russia just hire us? I don't know. Although, if you wind up missing. Oh. Maybe it wasn't the Russian military. Okay. Infrasound. Okay. (laughs) All right. Go. Okay. All right. That was another episode of Witness More. Yep. Next week, frequent radio bursts. You can witness more about those. I guess we'll know in a week. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Bye. Signing off. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.